Hello, I'm Carrie, and this is the Blanky Blog. I'm so glad we found each other. Public speaking. Imagine yourself giving a speech. Does this idea strike terror into your heart? Jerry Seinfeld has joked that people at the funeral would rather be in the coffin than be delivering the eulogy. Fear of public speaking often ranks number one in polls of people's greatest fears. Oh no, Carrie, you're not going to talk about public speaking. That's not soothing at all. I'm never going to speak in front of a group. Hmm. Never say never. You may not speak for your profession, but you may be called on to give a toast, a testimonial, an introduction, or even a eulogy. The following recommendations apply to preparing a speech and would also apply to writing an article, report, or maybe even a love letter. Believe it or not, some people enjoy public speaking. Some can tell a hilarious story or wax philosophic on the spot. They can make up something that sounds prepared with a moment's notice. This episode is not about that. But I do want to give some hints for when you have advance notice that you will be speaking. I think preparation and practice are key. You can set yourself up to be reasonably comfy in front of that critical audience. And that's my first point. Most audiences are not critical, not at all. Most people are pulling for you. I don't think you need to resort to imagining them in their underwear, PJs, or they're all together which is an old euphemism for naked, and I don't know why. Anyway, I like to pause in front of the group, look around, and take them in. I can read their minds, too. They're thinking, I'm so grateful it's you in front of the room and not me. When you're at ease as a speaker, they can relax. You take command. They don't have to worry on your behalf. We want the speaker to be successful. I even felt this way toward my competitors in speech contests. I wasn't thinking, goof up, do a bad job so I can look good. I was thinking, do your best, and I hope to do my best too. And if my best is judged a little better than yours, so be it. I'll take the bling. Now that we've established that most audiences are friendly, it's helpful to consider what you know about them. Will you get to choose your topic? If so, what might interest your audience? If the topic is assigned, is there a way to make it your own? Will you be speaking to fifth graders? This is not a flip reference. I volunteered to make a presentation about Winslow Homer, a famous landscape artist. Don't you know that they didn't catch some of my best jokes because they were not, well, 25 years old. They didn't have the context for the jokes, so they didn't laugh. What is the education level, attention span, professional classification? Sometimes you know about your audience, and sometimes you don't. Are you speaking to a garden club? If so, they might be interested in African violet propagation. If not, maybe skip the propagation speech, unless you can relate it to something else of interest to your group. I propose this very topic to my speech buddy. You can talk for five to seven minutes about anything, Carrie. You are not going to tell us about that. I have absolutely no interest in that topic. I said, well, you talked for eight minutes about technical analysis of the stock market, and I didn't fall asleep. 
Well, yes, because that's interesting. To you? Maybe you are remembering a speech that bored you. I've heard some touching, funny, best man speeches. But there was this one time when the best buddy told nine minutes, I timed it, of private jokes. They weren't even jokes, but a series of insinuations that probably shouldn't have been told in front of the bride's grandmother. Use some common sense, man. I once tried to write a speech about the history of crayon colors, but I just couldn't get burnt sienna and cerulean to go anywhere. I ended up telling a very lively story of an escape, which I would tell you, except it would lose something if you couldn't see me scurrying all over the room. I really enjoyed the suspense of that speech, describing the poor fellow's captivity and fear. He didn't know if he should turn this way or that way. Finally, during the closing lines, I held up our poor hero's prison. It was a hamster ball. I did tell you I was scurrying. Another challenge with speech topics is scope. My recommendation is to begin with a small idea, a narrow slice of a story, which reminds me of the first time I attempted to use a search engine. I typed, please tell me all about dogs. My daughter's like, Mom, you can just type dogs. You don't have to be polite to ask Jeeves. I thought I heard that browser snicker at me. Naturally, with a topic that general, I got 800 gazillion search results. Recently, I searched on pit bulls that sing and got far fewer hits. I remember my friend Stuart wanted to do an 8-10 to 10 minute speech about the Civil War. Narrowing the topic, he came up with one man in one battle. It was the perfect scope, and it was fascinating. I can always tell when my scope is too broad. I have a hard time narrowing it down to three main points, and I talk super fast to cram it all in. Would you rather hear about 17 new IRS rules delivered at high speed, or three rules that pertain to you delivered at an understandable pace? How about... How about three new tax stipulations that could save you money? Now we're talking. I remember one speaker who did not consider that his topic required lots and lots of context. When he finally finished his backstory, he noticed that his time was up. But that was just my introduction. Get off the stage. Sometimes you just had to be there. And he wasn't taking us there. Which brings me to my final point. Know and honor your time constraints. How do you know you can honor the time constraints? By practicing for time. I recommend that you slow down your rehearsal, over-enunciate, and overemphasize your gestures. In the nervousness of the moment, you're likely to speed up and whiz by any gesture you didn't practice. Include meaningful pauses in your practice and allow space for laughter if you think there's going to be any. Have you found any of this helpful? Will you apply it? Let me know at the Blanky Doc blog or on the Facebook page. I appreciate all your likes, shares, comments, and subscriptions. In terms of public speaking, never say never. To review, know your audience if possible, mind the scope of your topic, and practice for time. And I'm out of time, so... Consider yourself tucked in. So you have to give a speech. 
you're asked to lead a toast. Your boss has put you on the spot to lead a semi-friendly roast. Your heart begins to race. Your hands, they start to quiver. Your palms, they sweat. No topic yet. How will you e'er deliver? Your failure, you imagine. The laughter fills your head. You wonder if you might get lucky and have a heart attack and be in the hospital instead. Really? You think that would be easier? You don't mean that. Your failure you regret and you haven't started yet. Just write some notes. There might be something you can use. Remember, we're all for you. We want you to succeed. So practice if you will. You won't fall down. You won't pass out. Although you fear you will. If you prepare, it's all downhill. With practice, it's a thrill. You spoke for five to seven. You completely hit the mark. Sitting back down feels like heaven because your message lit a spark. You did survive. You're still alive. You've totally got this now. You're confident until next time. But now you do know how.